O is for orgasm. Hey, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from The Connected Circus and I specialise in male mentoring as well as facilitating creativity, communication and wellbeing programs in schools and businesses. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through a combination of one-on-one and paired mentoring sessions. Welcome to our podcast, designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hey everyone. Hey, how are you going? So this one is a really interesting podcast for me because we're talking about orgasms and in relation to relationships and what orgasms can do for our relationships because that's what our whole podcast is about, isn't it? That's right. I've got really awkward right now. Because we're talking about orgasms and my um, English background is coming to the forefront. <laughs> and I'm getting really prudish are you about sta- this. Are you actually starting to freak out? I'm actually a little bit. <laughs> I'm owning it. Actually owning it. I'm really impressed that you're actually owning it because I, I knew it the whole time. Like Even when we wrote the initial list from A to Z and we looked at all the things. He knew and I was like, going to struggle like, with this. Oh, oh, yeah, this looks really interesting. Oh, that would be fun. And, and I look at orgasms like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this with you. <laughs> Knew it. <laughs> I knew that it was actually going to trigger you because I'm I'm actually happy to talk I about it. I know you love talking about this. <laughs> I don't love talking about I actually love talking about orgasms with you because that's part of our relationship is we have this amazing sense of communication. It's mm. really deep. We allow each other to say whatever we need to. So I think because of that, because of that full trust that we have with each other or this deepening trust, mm. we actually get to have deeper orgasms. We get to have longer orgasms. They're body orgasms. We're not up in our head with mind chatter when we're with each other. And I love that. Yeah, it's nothing I've ever experienced before. And I think that's the point, isn't it? The way to a good orgasm mm. is getting rid of all that head chatter if you're connected on a deep, deep level, but you're also your relationship is doing really well and you feel really safe, I think safety is the key. When you feel that real safe attachment, like the attachment styles we've been talking about, that's when you experience this amazing love life. Yeah, I think that's what's helped us actually go deeper and deeper. It's actually allowed us to connect on a much deeper level because we have built a trust outside of the bedroom. So the trust outside of the bedroom also helps in the bedroom. Yeah, I think you have to build that first, don't you? I think a lot of people don't. You know, they're still working on their own stuff. They work on their own attachment styles. And, you know, we obviously are still working on ours. There's still things that come up. But feeling safe in that physical space together Mm. is really healing. Yeah, absolutely. And the more we work on that as our relationship goes on, there's sometimes things that come up for us where it will trigger our feeling safe in the relationship. But because we're very open and honest and can hold each other space really well. Oh, my goodness best space holding I've ever seen this morning. Things that I said last night and then I was still holding on to stuff. We went for a bushwalk and I lost my shit. I yelled, I carried on and I vented and you just didn't get upset, didn't get angry, didn't try and fight back. Just let me, just let off steam. And at the end of it, it was just like, and we walked hard as well. Mm. And at the end of it, I was like, oh, I feel so much better having released all of this stuff I've held inside and done it with you and you Mm. just let it happen Mm. you know you haven't taken on board you haven't projected you haven't done anything you just yep you recognize 
I need to yell, I need to get it out of my system. You just sat there and took it, Worcester Thank there and took it and like allowed me to do it and then I feel better afterwards. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's really that realisation that it's they need to they need to process this, don't they? And you know, we often talk, and I think this is the jealousy podcast, we were saying that there's no such thing as a bad emotion. We often think angry is not good, but we have to show all the emotions and it's just what you do with them. And I knew that really you were frustrated. You know, I had I had kind of pissed you off too, but I knew deep down you were frustrated with so many things mm. that you just needed to get it off your chest. And, yep. you know, for me to just to stand and let you say what you needed to say and not get offended by it. Yeah, and which actually helps and that that trust, so that actually builds trust with us. I can trust that if I've got shit going on, I can just let it out and I can be angry and can yell and you're not going to get triggered by it. No, I don't have to worry about your emotions. I can actually let, allow my emotions to come through and that deepens the trust, which then deepens the orgasm. It's interesting too because I've been... I went back to orgasms because I want to keep saying it. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid the word. I know. It's great. (laughs) It made me think about other relationships I've been in, and we're probably going on a bit of a tangent now, but other relationships I've been in and they've got angry has Mm. made me uncomfortable. Yeah. But I thought today when I was reflecting on what happened this morning, when you got angry, I don't get scared. Like it doesn't – you don't worry me Mm. because I know that the anger comes from a different place. So you and, trust and we me have as that well. bigger trust, yeah. Because yeah, in the past, if partners had got angry like that, I'd feel really uncomfortable. Mm. But I don't actually feel that with you at all. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. Thank mm. you. So, do you feel that you know, as we deepen in this relationship and we deepen these orgasms, the actual orgasms themselves are healing? There's a ways that we actually sometimes when we are. Um, you know, because our lovemaking sessions are generally quick, mm. and they last a long time, and there's there's a real flow and a real dance between them. Mm. And I think for me, that's allowed me to deepen into more than just coming in ejaculation. Is more into orgasming and whole body because actually that presence we have with yeah. each other, we're deeply present as we're in that space and not in head chatter and mm. we allow each other just mm. to flow, it becomes this beautiful dance, mm. which the orgasm is like is part of that whole journey. It's not actually this goal that we're both running towards. No, so true. And I think that, like you said, we enjoy each other. It's like this lovely dance and process that we don't rush it. I don't think you can ever rush it. Oh, on the odd occasion, we have a quickie if there's four kids around. <laughs> And we're like, oh, they're distracted. Can I, can they're distracted I, can, for can, 10 minutes. Can I clear that? Four kids around, not around the bed. Four, no, kids, yeah. four kids within like two clothes. In the house. In the house. And we're like, you know. That, quick. Quick, quick. Well, what happens normally is that we, um, they get sick of us ducking into the pantry for a kiss. <laughs> it's we so occasionally true. go in, in our room for a, you know, chat. We need to have a chat. <laughs> we, we're going to have music playing really loud. <laughs> So, yeah, occasionally there is a time and a place for a quickie, but mostly we both take time out to spend time together. Like it can be sometimes, you know, half a day where we're we're just playing around, Mm. aren't we? And actually, which people would use maybe as a date day or go to do something, but sometimes it's nice just to stay home Mm. and enjoy each other. And we take time over time, which I really love. Mm. It's not like, right, we've got to do this thing right now. Wanting to savour your body 
means that I just want to slow it down. I don't want to actually, I actually don't want to orgasm. I don't want to come. Mm. I don't want it to be over quick. Mm. You know, I don't want one minute of you or two minutes of you or three. I want as long as I can possibly have. So when we edge, when we like just step in and there's a little bit of caressing and cuddling and wherever that goes, mm. and then it stops, we mm. pause. I love that idea mm. to pause. I think pausing for me is one of the highlights of being in that space. Mm. Breathe each other in and just relax and just let this, let that energy sort of subside. Mm. And then change, do something else. Go and do something else. Mm. You know, sink back into daily life, but then build that energy up again. Yeah. Mm. And we often do that. Yeah, for two or three days. Mm. Which is probably as long as we get. <laughs> <laughs> But do you think like doing that, this is, you know, being able to sit in that space, those orgasms for you are much bigger and deeper and... Yeah, and become, the deeper we get and the safer our connection is, the deeper those orgasms are and... Are for... Myself and varied and new and so different. And they get to new levels where I'm like, oh, what the hell? What is even is that? Because it it changes as we get deeper. So what do you think the secret is to a good orgasm? Oh, my God, I'm saying the word. You're saying it really well. Orgasm, orgasm, orgasm. (laughs) Testing my boundaries. I'm pushing myself outside my boundaries. I'm actually loving this. I'm loving this conversation because it's one that we would have all the time with each other. We talk about this sort of stuff all the time. I love that actually. But I think that is part of the reason we have such great amazing physical and energetic and emotional sort Mm. of love life is that we're always talking about what we like and what we don't want. We speak about when we're in the motion, Mm. like when we're in there. It's not these two quiet people like fumbling around, Mm. you know. We take our time and savour each other and smell each other and allow each other just to be in that space. We tell each other what we like or what we would like to do. And it yes. could be fantasy, you know, it could be role playing. Oh, we have awesome role plays. But, you know, some people, I think, if they're not in that comfortable, safe relationship, they won't always feel comfortable to be themselves and express what they would like, what their fantasy is. They can be very uncomfortable about doing that. But, you know, that's fun too, isn't it? To actually be able to be yourself and go, oh, I really would like to try this you know do you find that more now with me oh yeah i think i could pretty much say any i or no i know i could say anything and you be like yeah yeah sure let's give it a go <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna yuck your yum no, no, I'm, i <laughs> will not right. yuck anyone else's yum. <laughs> another secret actually not a secret but a reality to a good orgasm is what you were mentioning before about time giving yourself time to enjoy each other when you're rushing all the time, I don't think it's much fun. And if you, we can just play, I love being able to play and having time to play together. It just makes lovemaking a, a fun thing. It's not a serious thing. Yeah. And intimacy is such a big part of your connection together. Yeah, it's so, so important. So it's worth putting time into it and talking about it. There's something you said before, which was about that, being able to express what you actually want. And that is hard for people to do because... Most of us haven't grown up with parents who have been really open and clear about their love lives or 
how you communicate in that space. Where do we learn this? Oh, God, no. I'm even struggling with the word orgasm because I was raised by these prudish British parents that didn't even talk about puberty. Like that was uncomfortable. So this is big to talk about, (laughs) to, to feel okay with talking about orgasms. Not only were they British, they were very religious too. So, <laughs> so that all went hand in hand with, you know, any of these subjects being really awkward to ever talk about and they never got spoken about. But isn't it interesting because you'll speak about all the other things that we've already podcasted from A to N without blinking. But this is quite a difficult thing to talk about. And that's just, yeah, our parents. Also at school, nobody taught us sex education. We're hearing about the sex education that our teenagers are going through and are horrified. Oh, it's so bad. It's just so basic, isn't it? So basic. And dumb. Like it's just dumbing them down. There's no substance to it or anything beneficial really. And a large part of understanding this physical side of growing up is actually about relationship they don't know how to talk to each other how to have good healthy strong safe connections and relationships Mm. and those conversations are deep conversations that build trust which then coincidentally create great orgasms yeah so i think that's it the secret to a amazing love life and orgasms is that safe connection together and spending time to really nurture each other and work out what each other like and play. Lots of play. We have a great game that we like to play. The it used to be called the, I called it the two minute song game. Now it's like the Spotify shuffle game. So what happens is you put on any playlist that you like. Then each person gets one song, and I get to ask for the thing that I want for, for the, the next for the next song. And then Beck will do that for me. And, you know, that starts off generally as a neck massage or foot rub. doesn't start off sexual. It starts off as us exploring each other's bodies and hearing what the other person actually wants. Yeah, that's really fun because you can presume what the other person wants and you know what they like, but that can change too. You know, they might not feel like that today, whatever they felt like last week. So that's a real fun game because it gets you talking about what you each other want continually. Mm. So yep. every three minutes, oh, can you do this now? I want you to do this. Yeah, that's a great game. Because it changes each time, it changes back and forth. It allows you to experiment as well. Oh, maybe I like this. Oh, maybe I like that. Get this person to do that for us. So it's like having foreplay, but it's really well communicated. Yeah, it's so good. I mm. recommend that game. It's good. And I think if we don't know our partner's bodies really well, like we haven't spent time exploring it, it's a good way to start because we don't always know and we don't want to ask because asking is a little bit, for some reason, I think it's because there's all this prudish background. It feels a bit icky to have a conversation about sex and what you like and what works for you, even though having that conversation means that you both enjoy the space more. Maybe there's that trust thing again. You have to trust the other person's not going to reject you or whatever. I'm going to say, you know, make you feel silly for saying something. So we've got no kids, so I think we should end this podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, love, I actually think you enjoyed that way more than you thought you would. (laughs) What what, what would you say to that? It's so true. I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. Orgasms are part about being in relationships. It's all part of it. It's a beautiful part. it's an important part. It's a really important part. And I think orgasms is actually emotional intimacy. Mm. The more emotionally intimate you are, the deeper connected you are, the safer you are in that connection, the more trust you have. When you are riding this beautiful sexual 
wave of energy moving through your body you're doing it together it's like a it's like a cohesive collaborative movement you're not out for your orgasm or you're not out to give or to take you're not like i'm going to give that person a thing or i i want that from that person it's actually i'm going to we're going to flow together Mm. when you do all those things the better the orgasm we're going to go and have some orgasms (laughs) (laughs) well there's no kids around well there's no kids So join us next time for another good subject, Peers for Porn. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And if you'd like to find out more information, check out our website, rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.